Compound Podcast. This is episode 195. 195 of the Compound Podcast presented by Connect Roasters. Connect Roasters, coffee company out of Bourbon A, Illinois, just south of Chicago, is offering two different discounts for our Compound listeners. They have a subscription that sends coffee to your door every month. Code Compound Club for 20, 25% off your first month of subscription or if you just want to try the coffee on connectroasters.com code compound 15 for 15 percent off site wide yes dakota three things they just all popped in my head boom 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 okay first of all that's the first time i think in like three four weeks that and the people don't know this but that you've gotten through the intro the first try so nice job proud of you uh second your hair looks amazing today wow thanks then third led me to zach got a fresh cut so I got a few days ago last week, maybe. I, I, I think. know. He said, I'm ready for spring. Woo-hoo. Zach, you got cleaned up before spring training? Um, Yeah, I did. You know, had to let the, shun- the sun shine down on the uh, on the old school. Haven't gotten around to the neck yet or? Brother, why don't you, why don't you mix in a barbershop trip? <laughs> I'm just I, was, I had to bring you back down. I build you up to tear you back down. Oof. Let's let's give the people a little rundown. I'm out in Arizona. I mm. made it. Zach nice. just got to Florida. First day of camp tomorrow. No, not camp. Just... I mean, but you're going in. Yeah, I'm going in. Yep. ZS74. Good update. Yeah, that's me. Good, good update, Zach. Huh? Yeah. I'm, I mean, that was well, really, I got nothing really for you. I mean, Dakota's, Dakota's giving my number out. He's building me up, bringing me down. Um, was, was I was going to update the number. Oh, um, I was like, is it a secret? No, but Dakota's doing it. I didn't know if you'd say it. Why wouldn't I? I don't know. Um, yeah, going in tomorrow, excited to hit on a field, get outside, meet meet a lot of people, which is going to be interesting. I haven't done that in a few years. That's always an experience, but looking forward to it. The one thing we were going to talk about, because we've been texting about it this week, is the new Nike uniforms. So here's what I've heard. I've heard that the pants are fitting pretty well. Weren't the pants Nike in the past or no? No, it's always been majestic. They just slapped the Nike. So now that, Nike's doing the pants. So I heard the pants knowledge? fit pretty well. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know if that was like an insider secret that you just gave out to people. I was like, are you allowed to say that? I don't think so. Okay. I heard the pants fit pretty well. The jerseys, we've been texting back and forth. The back looks a little... Names are smaller. Numbers are just a tiny bit smaller. Names are half size. The photos I've seen don't look great, but I haven't seen my Cubs jersey yet, so I can't comment. What? Why? I was going to say, Zach, can you tell us how the group chat really went? Because you two were in. Zach oh, especially well, was an well, yeah. So, like, I everyone's seen that picture of Javi's jersey in the, uh, I think, either MLB store or wherever it was the last year's model and this year's model next to each other. And I mean, there's, they're significantly different. Even just looking at them, the naked eye, you're just like, Oh, that's, that looks like a knockoff. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but looks a little different, a lot different. Well, Ian um, said it. I think the biggest noticeable change is like the name. Like there's no like outline. It just kind of no, looks, and it, it looks it's weird. It's like, it's like this, it's like this, like yeah. it's just everything scrunched together. And then, I was like, oh, you know, that must be just like a model or whatever. Like, that's not the real jersey. No, no way. And then Ian texted like, hey, have you are you down there yet? Like, have you seen the jerseys? And I was like, no. Like, what are you talking about? He goes, oh, no. I think he said something like I I heard they were different. <clears throat> and then I just start, I started seeing more and more jerseys. And I was like, yeah, I think they're going to be different. And Ian I'm glad that you said that about the pants because I've heard from somebody from sources that the pants aren't great. Well, yeah, and you have to get your pants fit right. And like our pants have been by the same company for years. So we all had our sizes and you could do plus an inch in the calf or minus an inch in the thigh or whatever. And now with this new system, you don't get as much customization or I don't know. But if you don't get it right, then you have to try again, try again, try again until you get it right. So, I'm sure you could still get I them tried my tailored, right? 
Mm-hmm. Like you can still get them tailored, right? Like once you get to camp, like, can't you like put them on and then like, won't they send them out to like a tailor still or no? Some teams are doing that. Some teams are having a tailor. Um, some are just not doing that. So I don't really know. I know, I know of some players that get their pants tailored by an outside tailor, but it's like so much easier for pitchers because you're only going to wear that set of pants for position players. If you blow out and a blowout is like you slide and you rip your pants, like I'll blow out once a week, maybe, maybe more. So you can't like get every pair of pants custom tailored because then you slide, you rip them, and then it's over. Mm-hmm. Yes, Tom. So previously, under the under who was it previously that was making the jerseys? Not it wasn't well, Majestic, Nike. and then Fanatics bought Majestic, and then Nike. Took so it under Majestic, you guys had the ability to customize your uniform significantly more. Now that's gone away. It's just different. So the pants build is different. I think you can I think you can still do some customization on length and fit, but it just it's a different fit. So like the customization that you had previously might not be the same as what you need with this new fit. And it it sounds needy. Like it just sounds kind of like oh it won't fit perfectly, but like it is kind of crazy the difference like a comfortable pair of pants and a comfortable jersey is versus like in the minors when you're wearing like it doesn't fit right and you're like this is horrible but it's like this is what we got sorry like you just feel uncomfortable like i remember because obviously i have long legs and just a tall person but like i'd have pants that were flood pants and i'm like these look horrible i feel like an idiot but it's all we got and you just you don't feel good like you don't feel near as good and what who so who bought who you said something about fanatics they bought they bought majestic and then Majestic was doing the unis, and then Nike got the whole deal. So then Nike is now doing the uniforms. I I know, like how we said that they just slapped the Nike symbol on it. Like I know, obviously, that's not sustain like sustainable. Where it's just going to keep doing that. But like, why not copy? Like they tried our jerseys in nineteen in the fall league with Nike, and that was what five years ago, and. I know, obviously, COVID, I'm sure, threw a wrench in things, but, like, why not literally just copy everything that Majestic did, bro? Like, I don't don't remember hearing... To a less expensive... It's just, like, then why buy it? Like, I I get it, but, like, I don't know. Like, (laughs) I think think the hard thing for players is that it's the highest level and you want, like... Once you have that customization, once you have that thing that fits perfect and looks good, like you don't. That was, dude. I had tapered pants last it. year for the first time, and I was like, dude, this is great. Like, I was gonna say, hey, Dan. Like, I blew out. He's like, all right, new ones are coming tomorrow. Great, same size. Like, no issues whatsoever, bro. I was gonna say this is really gonna bother Zach. I could tell. No, it, not, it's not, not like it's, really, it's, but it's really just like it's an annoyance. To, it's just like why, like. Why are we reinventing the wheel? I, I don't think you've ever heard players or anybody complain about how the jersey felt before, right? Like, and I understand, like, things change. Things could change for the better. We could all be completely wrong. Maybe we're complaining again like we did about the shot clock and everything else. But the, the visual, that that's a tough look. Well, the other thing, the reason why some of the jerseys look worse on some teams than others is because every team had to go to the same font. So every team had to go to the same numbers in the same font. So it used to be that different teams had different styles of number, different styles of font. And now it's all the same font. It's all the same style. So like some team that would have had a different looking number or different looking font, now that it's all standardized, it'll look a little weird. Are the hats, is that a whole different company? New era. New era. I thought your spring training hats look sick. The Cubs one. Yeah, spring training hats are cool. The baby they did baby blue on like three or four teams. Baby blue is big color right now. Big color, yeah. baby blue. Look at me. You guys like the Yankees one? Really went out of the box. KB now. started that. Well, that was Tom. I was gonna say that there's some that literally just look like their standard hats, and then like the Cubs look cool. There's like a couple that are like a little different. I'm like, those look sick. Like spring training hats, you wear them six weeks. Like, why not make them cool? 29 teams got cool new hats and the Yankees got the same fucking hat we always get because God forbid we let we ever do anything differently. If the Yankees put a non-traditional Yankee cap on during spring training, we're going to burst into flames. 
It's yeah. CCs will never do that. They'll never do the City Connect uniform. Well, is, isn't this, this this is their year? Supposedly, right? They're all thirty teams are supposed to do it. They're on the list of teams that haven't done it yet. I don't think the Yankees are going to do it. That's like, in some ways, it's good because the inevitable guys calling WFA and going, "I don't like it. I don't like it. I like the pinstripes." Is good that we don't have to deal with that for every everyone's uncle getting mad for ten days. Is good we don't have to deal with it. But it'd be nice to see the Yankees try to do something. See, but like the the Royals and Angels and like Blue Jays, like a lot of teams still have like their same hat. So like the, a couple teams didn't really change. Like the Tigers did the Tiger. I think that one looks kind of cool. I think they had orange hats, didn't they? Yeah, they're orange with like the Tiger as the logo. And I'm like, that. I don't know. It's. I mean, like I said, it's for six weeks. Like I'm with Tom. Like why not everyone do just something a little cool? Like it's not for the whole season. Like the, the Diamondbacks one is sick. With the rattlesnake with the ball in his mouth, that one looks yeah. cool to me. Dakota, can you yes, give sir. us an update when you're heading out? I was supposed to leave later this week. It's still TBD. Um, surprisingly, moving across the country isn't very easy. Um, figuring out a living situation, especially in a city like Seattle. So, yep, really took me by surprise there. Either later this week or next week, I'll be driving out there once I lock in where I'll be living because uh, I don't really want to drive out there, start work and live in a hotel and lose money. So a lot of uh, positive feedback on the Twitter. People are excited. for. Yeah, I do appreciate that. I had a lot of tweets saying congrats. So thank you to everyone that tweeted and reached out. Yeah, I I got a lot of texts too. So nice. I'm looking forward to this. Did did they get texts from listening to the pod? Is that why? I think so. Because I didn't like... But I didn't just like tell people other than like my close friends. So I was like, the other way people found out was like through the podcast. Right. Love that. Our bad. We're cool. We do have a start of spring. Pitchers and catchers for the Cubbies are Wednesday. But star left fielder Ian Happ's already down there. Whoops. Why doesn't everybody start on the same day? Well, I know the Dodgers are starting early because they're going to Korea to start the season. Right. Um, but I think everybody's within like a two day window. Everybody's like 18th or 19th for position players. Right. I guess. Are you asking more? Why are pitchers and catchers before them? Zach? No, 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 no. I'm saying, uh, why isn't, like, why isn't why like a standard start day? Yeah. Like, Hey, pitchers and catchers start 15th position players start a week after like everybody. I think outside of like Ian said that they're playing in Korea this year. And then like, haven't, there's been other times where people like, uh, start like a week early with like a special event, but I feel like other than that, it's pretty within like a day. Yeah, it's nice to be out here. I went to the field today, hit in the cage, ran, ran fast. I was running fast today, I was feeling fast, but uh, it was nice, nice to be at the facility, nice to be back. It's such a nice facility, too. It's the best. I obviously yeah. haven't been inside any other ones, but everyone that ever came over to the Cubs is like, this is by far the best spring training facility. Great. Location's amazing. I'm excited. I'm excited to get going. Saw Nick the Sneak today. Saw a couple of the boys. How long's Nico been down there? He went down end of January. I was going to say, he's always a pretty early arrival. Yeah, he's been here for a little bit. And when you know. Did you get down today or yesterday? I get down Saturday night. Saturday night. Oh, I, Saturday. Went in, I went in yesterday for a little bit and then went in today. Got to play nine holes today with Scott Stallings. Scott Stallings came off the waste management and did he? What did he say Jan about Gomes, that? What? Friend of the pod, Jan Gomes. So uh, we we went over to TPC Champions and played nine holes for the PJ Tour. Was doing a little filming. Not a big deal. Big deal. I played pretty well. I, what'd you shoot? Him. What'd you shoot in nine holes? It was even. Oh, okay. I was going to say anything over forty. I would have laughed at you. So. No, I was I was golfing my ball. I hit I hit like four putts that came up six inches from the center of the cup. It was really great, but I uh, was I was striping it. Zach, would you say your biggest fear or biggest task is finding people to golf with on your new organization within your new organization? Um, that's a big that's a big thing. Like you got to find the guys that can golf, yeah, and, and that because for you too, Zach, like that's how you ingrain yourself. Because it's like, wait a minute, this guy's a stick. Well, I know. Jeff McNeil is really good. He's like He's top top in baseball. Um, but I'm For not now. sure. I mean, I don't know him. Maybe I can. I'm not going to go up to him. Hey, you want to golf? 
Um, I mean, you need to get the word out how good you are, and then he'll get. Then it'll become a thing of like, hey, we're hearing this shorty guy can beat. Dude, you. I haven't. Po- the last time I played, uh, I was ready to walk off the course. So I'm kind of scared. I would like to go to the range for a little bit. But um, your your golf, when you say you're ready to walk off the course, is like, oh, I shot an 80. No, it was bad. Um, I, I need you to walk into camp. I need you to go right up to Jeff McNeil tomorrow. I need you to walk right up to him and say, 18 holes, you and me. <laughs> No, what you got to uh, do is have one of your cards that you signed that when you were played really well and then drop it in the locker room. Be like, oops, God. did I drop my 72? Well, can I get that back? Thanks. Um, I, Dude, it's tough because this is like kind of the only – you have, what, two weeks really where you can play as – I mean, for me, for a number 74. Yeah. Like you're going to be going to every game um, for the most part. So it's like <laughs> pitchers and guys who have been around have the luxury of um, – I mean, you, you're not going to play every day, so you can go play. Um, so, yeah, like, again, I mean, also, it's fucking hard to do. Once camp gets going, like, you're in the routine of waking up at whatever time every morning, and you're like, I don't even want the thought of golf in my head anymore. And out here, Ian, it's hot, bro. Hot. Weren't you was- 70? Were you 74 with the Cubs in, like, our first spring? No, 70. I went 91, 76, 59, back up to 74. <laughs> okay. Backwards. New org. You got to work your way back to the under 60 mark. You don't like, yeah, you don't like it. Play better. Uh, did you guys see the video of Otani hitting lasers today? Nukes, I think it was like so. 20 swings, 11 homers or something. Is that good? I'd probably give that guy 700 mil. I'd think about it, but I'd defer it though. I wouldn't pay it to him up front. No, yeah. You know what he can do if he wants to hit a few more homers? Bruce Bolt. Put on a pair of Bruce Bolt batting gloves. That's what he could do. Bruce Bolt, batting gloves that I wear, baby blue, white with baby blue. BruceBolt.us to go check out the best batting gloves in the game. They last forever. They're awesome. Go check them out. And they also have baseball pants. They got three different styles. They got pants that are down to the ankle. They got the short pants that fit uh, just below the knee. And they got baseball shorts that are designed to fit above the knee like Hunter Pence used to wear. So go check out BruceBolt.us uh, for all your baseball needs headed into the season. Quick, did Mr. Stalling say anything about this past weekend in Arizona? Did he say it was just ludicrous or what? I mean, he said it was pretty crazy. said, uh, I think I think Saturday is the day that they had to stop. Like, Yeah. Because I, I know a few guys that went here and they had to stop serving alcohol because they basically stopped checking tickets. So they were supposed to have like 300,000 people there. They ended up having like 600,000 people there. And they, like, somebody from our team went and said they ran out of ambulances. Yeah, it was like overcrowded. They're like, this isn't safe. Like, we can't. Dude, like, I'm all for, especially that place, like once a year, going crazy, have fun. But like, I guess what people were complaining about is like, you know, it used to be, 16 was crazy, 18 was loud, like that whole loop right there. But then they were saying it was happening on like every single hole. Guys were like yelling in your backswing. And it's like that I I don't know. Like this year especially seemed a little like over not just Saturday, yeah, but like it seemed I, like a little too much. It just feels like you 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 give an inch and you take a mile, and it's just like what just relax. Yeah. I think it's it's also when it's 16, 17, 18, and there's those massive grandstands, I'm sure it's loud, but like we play in loud environments and it's kind of like white noise. It's kind of right. like everything's so loud that it's just like kind of a buzz. And like some sometimes you'll hear, you know, if you're out in the outfield or in the on deck circle, you'll hear like a random person kind of shout through the noise, something that's maybe not yeah. very nice. But on the golf course, on the other sides of the course, on the front nine, like those people that are up against the ropes, like yelling at you in your backswing, like that's it's different because there's not enough people to make that white noise. There's just enough people to like say some stuff right when you're trying to hit the ball. I saw the video of maybe it was Billy Horschel yelling at somebody because the dude was at the top of his swing and the guy was like screaming at him. That was sick. It was the guy was a Monday qualifier. And it was actually, I'm pretty sure it's Jared Young's good friend. It is. And, yeah. yeah. And and that, that was cool for Billy to say something like that. Like, guys, come on. Like, listen, 
do it over there. All good, but not not now. Not on. Or even ball. yeah, even like sixteen is basically no rules. Like sixteen right. is its own thing. But every other hole, it's like once they hit it, say whatever you want. But it's like let's let's let them at least hit their shot. Yeah. Um. Real quick, I had a question. Going back to Bruce Bolt, are you guys superstitious in that if you're like zero for two, do you switch batting gloves? Like your third at bat, mm. or not really? I don't because it's hard to get that same grip. Like if you just pull out a new pair of batting gloves, it takes a little bit to break them in. That's fair. I didn't know if I you had like two gloves. gamers. I don't play with gloves, but if things are going bad and the gloves are getting to the end of their rope, yeah, if I have an over four day. Let's just take the gloves off and give them to a kid. Say these need to go to a better place because they're not doing it for me right now. But in the other way, if you're hot with those gloves, you'll ride them out. You will ride them out. Oh, yeah. See, I was going to say, I can't even say I don't blame the glove, but I was someone like two, three bad outings in a row. It's like, all right, we're using a new glove the next time out. It can't be me. It's got to be my equipment. I've seen you do that. I've seen you do that on glove. Oh, yeah. Many a times it's happened. I just want to pivot back to golf quickly. Tiger Woods come back this week at the Genesis. And he's announcing he's announcing his new apparel company, right? Mm-hmm. SDR. Was that today? So it's called or or SRD. When's he doing that? I don't know. That's what I was asked. I was going to ask Dakota if it uh, does it mean anything. I haven't even seen that to be honest. I didn't know. I knew he was coming back, but I didn't know the new company. Come on, dude. I was just. I'm busy touching grass, man. I'm not. Not on what. Well, the rumors are. The rumors are that it's going to be. Oh, it, it means Sunday red. SRD. Yeah, the, the rumors are it's going to be tailor made and it's going to be Sunday red because tailor made lifestyle ventures followed for some some trademarks. So that's the rumor. That's can, uh, that's his it's his tournament, right? It's yeah, his, that's what he's hosting. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like he hosts the Genesis, but like how cool would it be? Like just one more time to have him at the waste management. Like the place would go nuts. When he moved the rock, have you heard that that story? I forgot the actual details of it. My dad talks about it all the time. When he Uh, moved the rock, when all the fans came and moved the rock for him, move the rock. Yeah, I didn't know. I forgot the um, the whole story and how it transpired. But yeah, yeah, I think he's announcing it tomorrow. It's also hilarious at the waste management open. Like even like Justin Thomas, who most people love, like. They'll even hit it on the green, but not close enough, and the whole crowd will just boo them. Like if you're not within like 12 feet, you're getting booed. It's kind of crazy too. It was, looked like it was fucking freezing. It was a nice uh, finish. I think yesterday. Thursday. I'm sure you guys didn't watch because you're watching. No, the Super dude, Bowl. I had it. I actually had it on my though. phone during the Super Bowl, like just there. Um, that was sick. Some big time shots. Do you want to talk about the Super Bowl? Kind of have to. Mahomes is the goat. You want to talk about it? You know what I want to talk about? I want to talk about if you're trying to get tickets for an event like the Super Bowl, you would go to SeatGeek. With over 28 million downloads, SeatGeek is the number one rated ticketing app. There are more than 70,000 events every single day on SeatGeek, including sports like the Super Bowl, concerts, festivals, and more. They always want to make sure that you get a good deal. So when you're on the app, look for the green dots. Green means good. Red means bad. Green are good deals, and we'll even help you out. Use code COMPOUND for $20 off your first purchase at SeatGeek. That's $20 off your first purchase at SeatGeek with promo code COMPOUND. It was a good game. It, it, it turned into a good game. It stunk for the first half. Oh, man, did it stink. I just want to give credit to Butker, the kicker for Kansas City. Yeah. 50 NFL record. It's so amazing to watch those guys kick field goals. Well, the funny part is Jake Moody set the record with the first field goal of the game. And then it's like two drives later, 30 seconds later. It's like, yeah, yeah. it's like, thanks man. Hope you enjoyed your moment. And he, and even though he said, even though the kicker for San Francisco set the record that getting that one extra point blocked, he's probably sitting at home right now. So sad. They also, they cut to him last night when the confetti's falling. That's got to be the toughest feeling in sports, right? Because like every other sport, at least, 
I mean, obviously it's difficult to get to the championship in any sport, but I feel like football is the highest, like you're literally putting your like life on the line in some ways to get to the Super Bowl. And I mean, maybe not for the kicker, but for, you know, for everyone. And then watching, having that confetti fall, that Super Bowl shaped of the other team's color just fall on your head and knowing that like, if you're the kicker, like if you make that, I mean, obviously everything's very different because they don't kick the field goal. They go for the touch. They obviously go for a touchdown instead. Who knows what happens, but I'm sure in that moment he felt like he was responsible, and I can't I, imagine. I think I think it's a little bit better that it was blocked. Like, Versus yeah, but Philly said that it was his fault. Like, Philly put it right on the kicker. No, I, I get it. He didn't shake I get it, it, but I get yeah, it. I felt bad. You know, Michigan man, Jake Moody. I felt terrible. Shoot, dang it. Um, I always root for those Michigan guys. You know, dang, dude. Like, it's funny. We always just think that it's just like an, anytime they line up for a field goal, you're like, oh, this is automatic. It's what they do, and like. If they miss, it's just like the worst thing in the obviously as a fan. But like he hadn't, he hadn't missed an extra point all year. Yeah. Can we talk no. about? Can we talk about Kelsey bumping Andy Reid? Like I want you to imagine. That's crazy. Like I don't care how big of a super. That's crazy. Like could you imagine, Ian? Bro, you get pulled late in the game for whatever. Not even pulled, but like whatever. You come back in the dugout and you just like chest bump Council. Like, in what world would you ever do that? Well, so Anthony Reed's a 65-year-old man, too. Yeah. Craig Council, he's a young guy. Like, I, I, if you, what if Ian went up to, like, Craig Council and, like, hit him with a bat? I mean, like, he was, like, almost knocked him over. It was Bro. crazy. I, I saw that. I'm like, that can't happen. Like, that can like, never happen. In baseball, if a pitcher gets taken out and they, like, roll their eyes or they get taken out and, like, do something like walk off, like get pissed, and, like walk off the mound. It's like a big, it's like, oh my God, I can't believe that. Can you imagine if like somebody came out to the mound to take out a starting pitcher and he just like chest bumps the coach? <laughs> That's right. Like, 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 oh my God. Like you can talk back. Like I get it. Like if Kelsey's pissed, he's like, why am I off the field? Like whatever. Like you get in shouting matches. It's the heat of the moment, but like, bumping him like that's crazy like you said Ian like if a pitcher like they come and take out Scherzer and he just like chest bumps the manager <laughs> like it would never happen uh, uh, my parents would come on the field and rip me out of that dugout by oh, my yeah. fucking ear bro to this to this day they would ear <laughs> dude Oh I mean, my! The closest, the closest we've seen the MLB is when Bauer took the right. It was Francona came and took him out, and he took the ball and threw it over the center field fence. I mean, that, I mean, that was, was a massive story. Bro, or yes. like you had the one with the Giants. I forget the pitcher's name, but Kapler took him out, and he like motherfucked Kapler or whatever. And Kapler comes in the dugout and just goes, "Let's go down here," here. Go. and like here he goes go. down and lights Dude, him up. That Bauer one is hysterical because if you watch it, there's like three people that, like, I think Lindor is playing short, and like as he's turning around to throw it, he likes takes takes cover, and then whoever was playing center field watches the ball go over the wall, and he's just like turns around, he's like, "What the fuck just happened?" Well, my favorite part is Bauer's reaction because then he goes like he immediately he goes, my bad, my bad. He's like my bad, and there's like there's no my bad that's gonna fix you rocketing the ball over the center field fence. Like that's such didn't a trade him, action. Didn't they trade him right after that too? Yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like those things are crazy, but that doesn't compare to me to actually like making physical contact with your head coach. Like that's insane. No. And they won the game, so it's not like as big of a story. But if they lose, like that's still just that's what insane. I was I was kind of like hoping, not the hoping they lost, but I was like, I want to I want to see the press conference here. Like, oh yeah. But you know it was just gonna be, yeah, it was two competitors. We're trying to get the best out of each other. Where yeah. I I that's a little it's a little over the top. God man, I couldn't imagine. Oh my god. I like, watch a lot of football. You do. And you're the, the known Chiefs, football guy. The Chiefs run national broadcast quite a bit this year. They didn't look great last few weeks of the season. They didn't look very good. That run that they made and how they turned it on is so impressive. I just want to give props to Andy Reid. Andy Reid's a pretty impressive dude. Well, I was going to say, like, they didn't look great, but you can just, it, it's like Tom Brady. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, you have Patrick Mahomes. Hey, bro, it literally is Tom Brady. It's, Great elite, elite quarterback, elite tight end, and like role players, great defense, yeah. and then a great head coach. Their defense turned it on, which helped them yeah, late in the year. Yeah. But Couple like huge it, stands. Yeah. There. 
but no, it turned into a good game. It started out as a stinker. I, I, Jim Nance with two minutes left to go, the two minute warning said like, this game's delivered on the pregame hype. And I, I disagree. I mean, I think there's a difference between a competitive game and a, and a good game. That was a really bad game for about three and a half quarters that became competitive and then had like an all time finish. But if, if you told me you're going to go back and watch that Super Bowl, you just be like, go start the fourth quarter. Like, don't watch the first three quarters. Nothing yeah. good. I think he means more like, at least it did always stay. I think it was within one score, like the whole game, wasn't it? Like, that's the only good part is it was always like right there, neck and neck. But yeah, like it was in the second quarter. I was like, I please something like, give me a pick six. Uh, give me, uh, give me something. It was, dude. I mean, it came. You can never get mad at an overtime game, especially no. an overtime Super Bowl that was basically five full quarters of football. Yeah, true. Usher, great halftime performance too, dude. A lot of bangers from Usher. Usher's got a lot of bangers, dude. That era is just can't beat it, bro. You simply can't. Sorry to all the new the new heads, the old heads out there. You can't beat mid two thousands music. You can't do it. That's your era, Zach. God, what a wild take that that's the best era of music ever. Don't care. You can play it wherever. Prove him wrong. Do it. Well, let's let's get back to baseball just for a little bit, just for a little bit, so Tom doesn't cut the episode completely. There's still guys out there on the market. Not a lot's happened in the last week. It's been pretty quiet. There's still guys out there, and I would say there's got to be like a push in the next 10. We start games in 10 days. That's got to kind of be the, right? We say it. We say it every week. Every week, it's like something's got to happen. It's like here we are. Spring starts this week, and Blake Snell's still sitting at home. Ballinger's still at home. Like Blake Snell's a top three pitcher in the league, and he's sitting at home. Ballinger's a former MVP. Just hit three thirty. Do you think the owners and some of these players are just sitting across the Zoom from each other, just like like which blink. one of us is going to cave blink. first? Yeah, you blink first. I dare you. Go ahead. Well, in I don't know. Snell's not with Boris, is he? Yeah, all four guys. Oh, they are. Boris. Oh, Montgomery. Chapman, that checks out. Then Montgomery. all right, the math checks out on that. Then I'm, yeah. I yeah. understand now. Which give him credit. Like, if I was a mega superstar like that, like he's gonna get you your money. Like one way or another, he's like, I'm gonna get you the best deal. I I feel like Bellinger is gonna get a like three year de- like a Correa type deal where it's like prove it again. Do it. You can have three opt-outs or two opt-outs, whatever it is. Play well this year, opt-out, get a long-term deal. But my guess is is that's what the offers are on the table, and they're like, no, like he just had his prove-it year. Give that's him true. his I know, years. yeah, right, right. But I still – I still – I don't know. I don't see a world where the Cubs don't eventually get it done. I still think the Cubs will get it done for Bellinger. I really do. I don't know why, but that's just like my feeling. And with Snell, I don't know. You could tell me anywhere. I yeah, can see that. I, you, Snell, you, you just you wouldn't even surprise. You wouldn't even surprise me if I see a tweet right now that says Dodgers find a way to sign Blake Snell. <laughs> Would it really surprise anyone? I think uh, the same friends got to sign one of them. But I said At it least. last week, and it sounds mean, but I'm like, I don't think they're that close. We did have one small signing break while we've been recording, actually to the Giants. Uh, Amir Garrett on a minor league contract to the to the Giants. So big news, making moves. Tom, weren't you saying that uh, MLB Network had some other good headlines going on this week? Yeah, it was uh, tough. One of the articles right now, I was went to MLB.com just trying to see if there was a baseball story we were missing, if there was something we were forgetting. Uh, the this article says. Most memorable 9-3 putouts in MLB history. That's one of the top articles right now on MLB.com. So uh, definitely at. at the point of spring where we're we've beyond scraping the barrel. We've like gone through the barrel and we're underneath the barrel at the dirt. I don't know about you, but I rushed over to MLB.com to read that article after you told me that. Uh, Jesse Winker signed a minor league deal with the Nationals just now per Talking Baseball. The, I guess the other story that was on – MLB that we were talking about was female umpire Jen Howell. 
P-A-W-O-L. Um, she's going to be in spring training, big league spring training, uh, as an umpire, which means she might have a chance to make the call-up crew for the umpire. So she might have a chance to get caught up and call a big league game this year. She is not the first female to call spring training game, but she would be the first to call a big league game, correct? Yes. Yes. It's cool. Really cool. And she's been in AAA, Zach. You said you had her, right? Yeah, we had her a few times in the last. Uh, I don't know if I've had her. I know I had her last year. Um, I think she came up with some of the guys who came up from Double A the year before, and they all knew who she was. I think we. I want to say we had her twice last year. I know we had her once in Columbus in like April, but um, that was it. But yeah, she's been around. She's been doing it for a little bit now. Really cool story. We've talked about it before too, but like. All referees and umpiring jobs are hard, but I still feel like baseball is maybe the most impossible position to be in. Like a home plate ump, like impossible. So anyone that gets to that level, it is very impressive because I could I could never do it. What do you think if you put like a general, like if you gave someone 10 minutes of training and put them behind a major league plate, what percent of calls are they getting right? 50? Like random, like random baseball fan or like play like out of the stands. Like, let's just say we're picking like the umpire falls down. We're picking some guy out of the stands, just randomly. Anyone, what percent of calls are they getting right? I think 50s. I think 50s like the peak. Like that'd be pretty good if they got half of them. Be, just because it moves so fast back there. What if you <laughs> and, and pe- pitchers are so gross. Like you can't tell them that fast. I couldn't tell. No way. There, there would be, there would be a lot of ball. Simple. Like, hang on, that happened way too quick. Let me think. A lot of be like, hey, catch. What do you think? Yeah. Back there. That would be, that would be hilarious. That would be a hilarious video to have a random person go and try to call balls and strikes. Like one of those where, like, they've been like yelling at the ump all night, and they're like, hey, you come out here and do it. Come yeah, see, come see how it is. Give it a go. It's not easy. They should make a virtual. There, I think the umpires have a virtual system to train on, but they should make a virtual system where you can stand behind a screen. The ball comes in. And you go. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, it's pretty dry on content, boys. I oh, tell you what. <laughs> well, at least we got spring starting. So there'll be there'll be some. I think it's going to pick up this week. Like pitchers and catchers, obviously the Dodgers are in camp, so there's been Dodgers content. But I think pitchers and catchers report. You'll start to get those videos of bullpens. Then games start, but these next ten days, if uh, if those guys don't sign, they're going to be searching for things to talk about. Well, Steele, I don't know if you saw him yet, Ian. Uh, Steele watched. Soda's bullpen? Yes. I was trying to think of his name. Um, yeah, and he said he was gross. I don't know if you got a chance to see him yet or not. I know you've only been there like one him, day. I haven't seen any of the pitchers throwing yet, but uh, I heard it was a really good first bullpen, and he's pretty nasty. So, Is that kind of fun in spring, like when you start with live BPs, obviously, for those at home that don't know what that is, like that's like you face your own hitters on your own team, like just building up, getting ready for spring games. Like is that kind of cool to – see like a new guy you guys sign and then you go face him and you're like what the heck? like I'm, I'm out glad I don't face this guy I will say when you're watching a pitcher throw in the pen compared to on the field it looks like it's 90,000 miles an hour bro and it looks like it's four feet away Ian, I don't know if you feel the same but like you which one watch bullpen or, out, or in a live VP? no like if you're just watching him throw a pen and like from oh, the yeah. side and you'll just be like oh how was that 96 and you're like now it's a changeup, eighty-three, and you're just like, wait, timeout, timeout. I have that experience every spring. You go in for your first live ABs, and you're facing guys that you know. And I know this guy throws ninety-two, and the first one comes in there, so you're like, all right, so this guy's throwing hundred this year, or what? It's like, nope, <laughs> that was ninety. It's like perfect. It's perfect. So, dude. I'm it's such a, a hopeless. It's literally like a hopeless thing. Dude, I got no chance of hitting. Like I'm never gonna I'm never gonna be able to do it. A couple of years ago, I really changed my approach to live VPs and I was like, I'm just going to take. Like for the first couple of days, like I'm just gonna take and I'm gonna be perfectly okay with that. And I'm not swinging. And like if I feel really good about like that he's gonna throw a fastball, maybe I'll try to put it in play. But like the last thing I want to do is go into live VPs 
and swing and miss a bunch of times and like walk out the first day being like, I can't hit the ball. Can't do you, ball. do you tell the pitcher beforehand that you're taking or just the catcher? I'll tell the catcher. Okay. okay Cause I, I'm, I just I'm remember there were times where I'd face guys like that. They're like, Oh, they're just tracking. I'm like, I don't want to know that. I was just like, going to, it's, it's almost Dakota, worse. Yeah. Like I'd rather like, just be like, all right, I got to get this guy out. Obviously at the end of the at bat and you threw six pitches and they didn't swing at a single one. You're like, Either he's got an eagle eye or that guy wasn't swinging. Like, which is it? The best is when, like, they take a nasty pitch and someone be like, how the fuck are you taking yeah, that? Yeah, I'm like, wait like, a minute. I thought that was pretty good. Saw it out of the hand. <laughs> I do think it's hilarious when you get, like, when you're not swinging and you get to a 3-2 count and the guy, like, throws you, like, a like a backdoor breaking ball for a strike and you just take it and he's feeling really good about himself. And you're like, I was never the whole bat. I wasn't swinging. You could have thrown three balls right down the middle. I would not respond to one. But I think it is better not to know because, like, if I know you're not, then I'm like 3 2. I'm like, I'm going to try to throw a fastball right down the middle. Like, yeah. why wouldn't I? He's not swinging. Like, I don't want to walk him in a live BP and look like an idiot. Yeah. The, uh, the nice part about live BPs is you get to talk to the catcher because that's, you know, a guy you're playing with, your buddy. And so, you know, they throw a pitch and you're trying to figure out, trying to get all of your perception and everything right. And so they throw a pitch and you're like, is that a change up? They're like, Nope, that's a that's a two seam. Like, Bro, whoa, whoa. it's it's the worst, <laughs> dude. It's the worst. Win in spring, Cutter. Like, cool. Okay, well, gotta figure that out again. When in spring, would you guys say you start feeling comfortable again in the box? Like more like, all right, I picked that up. Like I saw that out of the hand. Like when do you start feeling that? I've had it as early as like first second game, and I've had it where for the first week of spring training games i'm like yo i can't this see isn't anything. good <laughs> <laughs> yeah and yeah. it's I, at, just, at that yeah. point at sloan too it's really bright so like that ball is just white you uh like that's something that stuck out to me there it was like you're not seeing many dots yeah that's interesting it is, and it's it's so different on a backfield like i don't know what it is about bullpens like there's been years too where it's been rainy out here and we've had to have the first like live BPs, but they're really, you're just tracking like in the cage. Mm -hmm. And that is the worst, the worst. I watched uh, Dylan Maples, who if Cubs fans yeah. remember Dylan Maples had a disgusting slider. I watched Dylan Maples throw a 89 mile an hour slider right off, right off somebody's back foot and like basically break his toe in the cage. And it was like, I'm not getting in there. Like you couldn't pay me money to stand in that box right now. See, but it sucks pitching wise too. Cause I remember that spring cause I was up in big league camp that year and I was supposed to have a bullpen that day. And there's only so many mounds in there. And like, obviously they got the big boys going. So like, I remember how he came over to me? He's like, Hey, like we're going to push your pen in tomorrow. I was like, no problem. I would much rather not throw it in here. That is okay with me. Because I think like Lester was throwing that one that one that day. I'm like, what do you mean? Lester's throwing one and I'm not? Like, that's crazy. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Yeah, like, this is what? This is bullshit. You should have. Yeah, put my foot down. That probably would have went well. Sir, your dominance. Yeah, what, while I got 89 on my back. Fuck it. I got 74. Almost every, almost every spring, I've like gone to take my first live EP swing and been like, 2-0 count like this is the one it's gonna throw me here and i'm gonna i'm gonna hit it and like i'll take a full swing and feel like that's a right center gap shot and it's like right down the third base line <laughs> like whoa i How always I do that i would always go and watch like the first couple of lives because usually like hendrix would be throwing or something like the starting pitchers but are like going to be in the rotation for the big league team are out there like getting ready because they got to start their buildup. So I'd always go and watch. And I swear, I remember Ian, maybe it was you. Like, I think it was the first time you were swinging. You like popped one up and like everyone was like cheering because you're like, I made contact. Like yeah. I, I, I yeah. did it the first time this it. year. I hit the ball. I hit it forward. <laughs> yeah. Like you just want that first one. You're like, there we go. I can still make contact. Dude, my first, my first camp, my first live BP was against Jake Arietta. Oof. And he's coming off 2016, coming off winning. I don't know if it was Cy Young that he won Cy Young in 15, a really good year in 16, but didn't win the Cy Young. And yeah. but like, dude, it had been dominant, right? And yeah, I'm having my bat against him. He's throwing 95 mile an hour sinkers that are and then cutters and everything. He throws me a 
two strike changeup. I hit it off the end of the bat, break my bat, and like squib it down the third base line. And I'm like, okay, okay, I made contact. All right, nice. That's the but funny like, part. That, like you're taking every at bat like so serious. And I'm like, I'm gonna get a hit off Jake Arietta. I'm gonna do it now. I'm like, if I if I just advance it forward, I'm like, I'm good. Money. That- that is the crazy part, like the difference of like your first big league camp of like you said, you're like early on, you're like, I want to get a hit. Like I need a base knock here. Like it's going to look so sick. Like I'm going to make the team. It's my first big league spring. I'm making the team. And now you're just like pop up on the infield. Ball went forward. I didn't swing and miss. We yeah. take there those. Are so many, there are so many games, dude, that like I wish they almost put more of an emphasis on that, that like, hey, guys, live BP here. This doesn't matter. This is this is just for fun. This is getting everybody's feet wet. But but at the same time, like you could say that, but in the back of your head, of aren't course, you like, if I go out there in these live, if I go out there and go six for eight with four homers, like they're well, gonna see me and be like, this guy I, should do I, it. I totally agree. But like the main thing that always sticks out is like, hey guys, we're not making a team today. But it's so hard for sure to get that in your head. No matter what you do, you're gonna try to do it 120%. But it's like and I never believe that. Because like I said, like there's always times where it's like, okay, you're not making the team, but you can still impress someone. Like you could go up there and if you go up there and have like an eight pitch at bat and then hit one in the four hole, they're like, wow, what may be by shorty today, huh? I totally agree. It is. It's also hilarious when you get to camp and like the first live BP, like somebody hits like a backside homer and then, you know, you'll whoever it is coaching staff for people would be like, Oh dude, you got hit a backside home or first live EP. Like he's pretty dialed in. Then you get to games and like the same dudes like, Oh, for his first 15. <laughs> and you're like, well, maybe it's not going to work out. <laughs> that was sick backside Homer, but it is, it's gotta be nice. Like, I don't know if Zach, you want to touch on it, but like for Ian, like we were saying, and we've said this before, like you have the comfortability of like, you're going to be in the opening day lineup. Like you're there, you got your spot. Versus like the guys that are like, hey, like I'm trying to earn my spot on this team. Like every day matters. Not that every day doesn't matter for you, Ian, but it's more like, like you said, you can go up there and just kind of get into the flow of things, like having it bat where you kind of just grow. Yeah, I have six weeks. I have six weeks to get ready for the first game of the year. Yeah, like that's it's very different. Right, and that's where I like Dakota. You said I'm trying to impress somebody. Mm-hmm. every time i put on a cleat you know like yeah especially they, a new team yeah exactly 100 there would it would be stupid to not think like that yeah for sure also ian i don't know if the people know this but when you guys go to seattle like the second week of the year guess who's going to be in seattle the big guy and We're i'm gonna, be gonna hanging oh you gonna come, you gonna come by the hotel you gonna hang out oh yeah it's gonna be so fun i'm gonna watch you hit some homers it's gonna be great. I hope you are leaving the ballpark. I actually haven't been to that one. That's oh, really you're gonna fucking awesome. love it. Seattle and Texas are two to cross off the list this year, and Fenway. Never been to Fenway. Never been to Fenway. Wow, Dude. that's a big one. And Texas is brand new. Those are three really cool stadiums. I feel like I haven't yeah. been to any of them, but <laughs> but those are three cool ones. I yeah. was at the old. I, w- I went to the old Rangers ballpark. I think that'll be pretty close to crossing it off the list for me. I'm trying to think. If there's any others that I haven't been to. Have you been to the Angels? Been to the Angels. Tampa? Been to Tampa. 2017. Was last year your first time at Yankee Stadium? Last year was my first time at Yankee Stadium. No, I've, two years ago. I feel like 20, the NL was was probably crossed off pretty easily. It's more yeah, the AL NL teams that are. The AL, yeah, that was across the, the – and we played the Central because of – we played the Central for all those years, like COVID year. Then the year after, we played the Central. So we were supposed to go to the East in 20. That got waxed. So we ended up playing the Central. And then 21, we played the Central again. So I had two years there where I lost out. And then in 19, when I was in the bushes hanging out with my friends, uh, they went to the West Coast. So I missed uh, I missed some of those West Coast parks. So, yeah, Seattle, Texas, and Boston are the last three for me. And I'll cross them all off this year. You've been to Houston? I went to Houston last year. Yep. Oh, that's right. That was last did, year. Did Houston, LA, and Oakland last year. Uh, and then Toronto, Yankee Stadium, uh, and Baltimore were in 22. 
in March in March 2020, I did the biggest purchase of my life on buying the best Yankee tickets I'd ever bought for the Yankees Cubs Saturday night of my birthday week of uh, my buddy Mike was coming in from Chicago, bought a March 7th, 2020, which was a real good day to buy Yankees Cubs tickets for 2020. I was like, ah, we're going to be fine. We're going to be, you know, this isn't anything. About 10 days later, I was like, what's the refund policy on those yeah. tickets? How's that yeah. looking? You had to get refunded, did you, did right? Did you get refunded? I did get, I did get refunded. Oh, okay. I was like, that'd be yeah. criminal if they're yeah. like, ah, sorry. Thanks. Thanks I will say money. it wasn't with SeatGeek, though, and they did keep, like, some service. I lost, like, 40 bucks or something. Yeah. So, but that's still, yeah. Yeah. And we get people their Sloan screen times. Can we tell the people a little bit about Sloan? You know what's nice about being back? Wow. In Arizona is getting to getting to use Sloan Flushers all the time. And then going to get to play at Sloan Park. Nothing better. Sloan's the world's leading manufacturer of commercial plumbing systems. The company is at the forefront of the green building movement and provides smart, sustainable, and hygienic restroom solutions by manufacturing water efficient products, including flush meters, faucet sink systems, soap dispensers, and fixtures for commercial, industrial, and institutional markets worldwide. To learn more, visit Sloan. Dot com. I think Dakota's got a high time today. Got a bad one. It's you really do? bad. Seven thirty-four. What were you doing? I have an hour and a half. I have an hour and a half on TikTok today. Love that out of you. I don't know what. I don't know why. I just. I. I don't even think. I. I don't even remember being on it that much. But I also had like an hour last night because after the Super Bowl, you know, I was just up till I was up late. But I had no excuses. Fifty-seven. Travel day. That's fine. Travel day. I was actually pretty proud of myself. I was going to say sub five on a travel day is pretty good. Yeah. I had a pretty long, I had a pretty big day today, boys. 127. That's just Th- you're three hours behind us. No. <laughs> yes, you are. Two. Two. You're three. Oh, no. they don't do daylight savings. That's right. No. I'm what time is it there right you. now? Don't okay. lie to me. What? What time is it there right now? 507. He used the, he used saying what to buy him some time. Yeah, he added an hour. He's like, wait, what's oldest, four plus one? It's the oldest <laughs> trick in the book. Thought I thought Tom, I might I'm have had a win. Tom, I'm yeah. proud of you. Thought I had a win until I, Ian went sub ninety minutes. <laughs> three minutes five. Three five is so good, Tom. I know. I Ian's was like three is five. So, oh, Ian's is just rude. It. That's just a rude one. Hour twenty seven. Next week. Next oh. week we're gonna have a lot to talk about. Everybody's being camp. We're gonna have everybody's gonna have signed. Calling it right now. No, I'm not going to say that. That would be, that's probably not going to happen. That's tampering. But everyone's going to be in camp. We're going to have camp content. We're going to have all kinds of things. Episode 195 presented by Connect Roasters. I love coffee. I love Connect. Go to connectroasters.com. Get yourself some Connect code. Compound Club, 25% off your first online club shipment code. Compound 15, 15% off store wide. Connectroasters.com. We'll see you next week.